Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony. Each week, we, of course, honor the guest whose conversation I maybe enjoyed the most or enlightened me or, you know, changed my thinking on a particular issue. This week's winner did none of that. I agreed with just about everything this person said, uh, but had a fabulous time saying it along with her. Excellent post-debate analysis from former GOP gubernatorial candidate out in Michigan, Tudor Dixon. And she gets the game ball uh, because she was out in Milwaukee for the debates, and she gave some really sober takes on the candidates, their performances, what she thinks is going to matter most in the general election, maybe stuff the media might be getting wrong. And I truly did love talking to her. And I'm not just saying it because she came to my stand-up show in Michigan and her mom's a little handsy during the photos. You know what I'm talking about, Tudor's mom. I actually just thought this was great analysis. So on behalf of me out here in Las Vegas getting ready to fly back to New York so I can host the Saturday Night Show, here is a game ball to you, Tudor Dixon. All right, this one's for the fellas who want to tap the brakes on the aging process. How do you do that, Jimbo? We're talking about Nugenics Total T. Okay, every day that passes by is a day that you lose testosterone, which means less muscle, less energy, less get up and go in the bedroom. That doesn't sound any fun. But are you really ready to lose your shape, your muscle, maybe even in your energy? You don't have to. Okay, you can slow it down with Nugenics Total T. Nugenics Total T, it'll boost free and total testosterone, and it'll help you get the old fire back at work, in the gym, in the bedroom. How about it? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster has Testafin, which will boost your testosterone. You know, the man hormone. How about more of that? You can try Nugenics Total T before you buy. There's nothing to lose, everything to gain. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword Jimmy. Text now. You'll get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the newest and most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you lose fat fast and get lean fast. It is absolutely free. Your complimentary sample available to you if you text 231-231 and enter keyword Jimmy. It's 231-231 and you enter the keyword Jimmy. Texting enrolls you in a recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. You know when you wake up all banged up? Wallets on one side of the room. There's a receipt from some restaurant you don't remember going to. That's the morning after a presidential debate. Everything's just strewn about. Uh, joining us now on the show is a woman who wakes up that way just about every day. Uh, she's a fan favorite on this show, host of the Tudor Dixon podcast. Tudor Dixon is here. Hey, girl. Hey, thank you. Thank yep. you for that. Do you relate to that intro on any level? You remember those days when you were younger? You have kids now, and I know you are, you know, feigning to be a productive member of society. But um, do you remember those where you just woke, you wake up and it's just like, I, I don't know what went on last night? I mean, I remember debating and waking up and feeling like, okay, how did that go? And I just think that that is how the candidates are waking up today, really going back through, okay, this is what I said. How, how was that received? And I think it's interesting when the world is watching, right? So you That's wake up funny. the next day and you see, you see exactly how people felt. And, and how are they going to take that once they hear the critiques of what they did? That's a great point. It's like you wake up the morning after and I just like check the text messages I sent. But in this case, all your texts have been videoed and played out to the world. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, there went went my foray into politics, Tudor. Out of the question. We move on. Uh, But it was a good show. I thought they did. I thought it was very substantive, which I appreciated. Like it wasn't, you know, they didn't spend two and a half hours figuring out what everyone's pronouns were and call it a night. They actually talked about real issues. Were you impressed with the substance? Yeah, we heard a lot about what people's plans were, and I thought that there were some key moments that some people may have not really noticed if you haven't 
done this and you haven't been involved in this, but there is a tendency in debates for the moderators to say, okay, let's throw out something that is pretty controversial out there, but then in the future, that can come back to harm you with the other side, with the Democrats. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was some talk about January 6th, and there were some there were some questions where they said, raise your hand if you. And I thought Ron DeSantis did a really nice job of saying, we're not kids. We're not going to raise our hands. You're not going to put us in this position because we're running for the future and not the past. Uh-huh. And I think that's where a lot of these candidates need to be. We're not running in the past anymore. We want to tell you what we want to do. I thought that was a key moment for him. Yeah. I, th- I, I You know what's funny, Tudor, that you say that is there, there's this fork in the road right now where – the Republicans have to realize because they're all trying to thread a needle. Obviously, they want to win the GOP primary you know, nomination. But at the same time, if you need to get moderates, if you need to peel off some liberal swing voters, I don't think you know you can go as far right as some of them were trying to go last night. Uh, I think like I mean, what did you think as a super pro-life person yourself? Did you think Nikki hand- Haley handled that well? I loved it. I mean, what she said, I thought was incredibly accurate. It was smart. It was caring. And I talked to her afterward and I said, I thought your abortion answer was incredible and it was handled so well. And she made such a great point to me. She said, the last thing we want as women is for women to be mad at each other for how you feel about this when it's not in the hands of elected, it's in the hands of the people. And she made a great point saying, you have to have 60 senators. Not you, you all can stand up here all you want and pander, but you're not going to get anything accomplished because you have to have 60 senators and you haven't had that in 100 years on this issue. And that's the reality. I mean, that is just bringing people into reality. You might not like it, but that's a place you have to live. You cannot live in fantasy. No, I think it's a great point. Tudor Dixon is on the line. Is There's this feasibility issue that makes a lot of what's being said pie-in-the-sky stuff because no one ever speaks to the execution. But I also like what you said about not pitting women against each other over the issue because the truth is women hate each other for so many other reasons. They don't need one more. I mean, as sad as that is, it is true. It's tough (laughs) to be a woman because women are your biggest critics. And I hate to say that, but we are. And I thought that, I mean, we've seen it today even with Nikki Haley, a lot of the women, even on our side, have come out and attacked her. And I, I get it that you attack people regardless, but I do think that there is there was a strength that she had up there last night. Mm-hmm. She was not angry. She was very measured, and she came from a place of knowledge. There were a few folks in that debate that came from a place of really deep knowledge on certain subjects, mm-hmm. and they called out the people who didn't. And I think that that was... A strong comparison. I mean, even when Pence said, we don't want a president that's too old, but we don't want a president that's too young. And I think some people got offended by that. But there is a a reality that when you are are too young, there are things you don't know you don't know. Yeah. No, that's a great point. It's just a basic life experience thing. Well, you know, like Vivek Ramaswamy obviously is making a lot of headlines because he's, you know, winning the war for relevance in a lot of ways. But I think at the same time, he had a lot of moments last night where, you know, he said provocative big things. But I don't know that he endeared himself to people, meaning I think he's going to win in Google searches, but I don't expect his poll numbers to jump 10 points. Do you? No, I think that there were some uh, breakout moments for him, but I think that there was also enough of of enough moments where he felt like he was too aggressive, that he was kind of the scrappy do barking at everybody. And people went, well, wait a minute. I, another key point was 
it's not time for on-the-job training. The country is in a position where we really need someone who has some experience. And I'm not saying that you want that person that is directly from the swamp that has Mm -hmm. been in it for years and years. But there is a certain knowledge that you have to have about government. And some of the things he was throwing out there, if you have any type of background, you would go, well, these are just not true. There's no way that you can do that. And that's on the other candidates then to point that out. Hey, wait a minute, you can't do this. And I think some of that was lost in translation, but some of that was pointed out quite nicely. And I think he got his hand slapped a few times. There you go. Talking to Tudor Dixon, who's calling balls and strikes on the way back from Milwaukee. Um, The whole takeaway for me was I don't know that if Biden is the nominee, you know, they kind of left the door open yesterday that they might not necessarily debate. You think Trump is play- making this easier on Biden by any chance? I like I get why he wouldn't want to debate. I mean, there was nobody on that stage that Biden would have fared well against in a de- not even Asa Hutchinson. From what I was able to stay awake and watch while he was talking, uh, I was not blown away. Uh, he's a nice guy, but I still don't think on a substantive level Biden could compete with any of them. Uh, do you fear that by not showing up, Trump has kind of given Biden a free pass to skip debates? Uh, you know, I, if he continues to do that, I think it, I think there was a reason, okay. a strategic reason for him not to go to the first one. Yeah. But if he continues to skip debates, I think it hurts him, too. I don't yeah. think that helps him. I think a lot of people had moments last night where people said, ah, maybe it's time for something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And you don't want to give away that much spotlight, I think, right. over the course of time because these people, you know, they, they sneak up. And, that, and that's what happens. I think it really is. It's funny when there's this many candidates, you're really just watching American Idol. Because for all the takes on for real <laughs> policy and off the island, but, but it, I know it's no, no, it's true. I like. What do you think of my theory? I proposed a theory last night that everyone should be awarded points for quality answers, and at the end of each round, you just eliminate two of the low scorers. So if you start off with eight candidates, by the end of the debate, for like the last twenty minutes, it's down to like two people, and someone actually could be declared the winner. Uh, do you think that would ever catch on or no? I mean, I think that. That's an interesting idea, but people are ultimately going to say we've got to follow what the American people want, and they don't want people calling in and voting. Tudor like Dixon. That on a no, I don't want them show. calling in and voting. I meant the judges. I mean, I didn't mean I didn't mean it like that. I didn't know. I'm not proposing like a talent show. Although Vivek has rapped and played tennis, you know. I know. A, I, and honestly, that was a risky move to yeah. go out there and be posting I'm my burpees, my mm-hmm. tennis. And honestly, I will say that I have a complaint about any politician who goes out there shirtless. I think that it is a weird thing to do. Yep. It's something women can't do. So on the fairness level, I'm not. Hey, okay hey, hey, it. hey, they're but, welcome to do it around here anytime they want. Let's, but yeah. but in all honesty, I, it's a very vulnerable place to see a politician and someone who you think is going. I, that's why I didn't like to see Joe Biden on the beach shirtless. No. It makes you look at the person and say, they're vulnerable. Yes. I don't like to see you half naked. It is weird. Especially in Biden's case, because it's like the world's on fire and our president's literally uh, taking a nap. And the guy has a C cup, if we're being honest. I don't need to see the president's C cup breast. <laughs> like, honestly, no, Tudor, that's when I've been ranting about that for like two weeks. It's projecting such a weakness to the world that we yes. have this guy in his, his bathing suit just doddering around on a beach. It's like, if you could go do that, but I think that event should be off limits to the public. I'm with you on that. How about that? Can we get that amendment passed? No, I comp- I really, I think it should just be it should just be known. I mean, that's one of those things that's it's an unspoken rule, right? You mm-hmm. don't go out there and, and walk around 
like you you have no cares in the world and you're reti- you're a retiree yeah. on the beach with the other folks that are going back to the home afterwards. I mean, <laughs> and it makes it, it's weird. It, it makes people nervous about the economy when they see Biden walking the beach with the metal detector looking for change. This isn't good, Tudor Dixon. It's not good. Uh, but on on the whole, I, I thought I did think it was a good show. Um, you know, let, let me give you a DeSantis take. I think he's uh, he's got a lot of deliverables as the governor of, of Florida, and I think he does a good job speaking out on behalf of his own policies. But did they just tell him not to smile? Because I didn't think he exhibited any warmth, and I think that stuff matters Like to, to people who don't know you. I mean, did you see any warmth? Because I didn't. No, it's critical that it, that was a moment. Last night was a, a pivotal moment for him. He had to come out and he had to be likable. Mm-hmm. And he was yelling, yelling yep. more. I mean, the the initial when you come out and you see DeSantis and then you go to Chris Christie and Chris Christie seems calm. It's like, <laughs> what is that is a weird contrast. And so you're right. He didn't he tried to force the smile a couple of times. And then that became those became like memes. You know, people were like, yeah, oh, yeah. look, at this is very uncomfortable. And so but, you know, I talked to him afterwards, too. And he was so relaxed and he was so different. And I'm like, why is that not coming through on the debate stage? But it seems like he feels like he has to be like, I'm going to stand in the way. I'm a military guy. I'm going to be tough. And we want to see all angles of you. We want to see the dad part of you that cares. And we want to see the tough guy. But we're only seeing the tough guy. And that's hard to break through. And that's the only one you're getting. You don't know who you're hiring for the job. That's a great point, Tudor, is like, the biggest knock on him so far is that he's been an effective governor, but he doesn't. People don't connect to him, and it's like they got out there last night and they're like, "I'll show you, I'll connect even less." I was like, "What's happening?" I, mean, I talked to him last night, and, and I, he said, "You know, I got to tell you, during COVID, there were a lot of people from Michigan that didn't necessarily move to Florida, but they were coming just to escape." And I said, "Yeah." Like one of them's named Gretchen Whitmer, and he laughed, and he he was just like, "Yeah, you're right. Your own governor came to my state to hang out, you know." Whitmer. So I mean, he's like a normal guy behind the scenes, but he's struggling to portray that when he's on camera. God, that's nuts. We have to we we have to like we have to hang out with him. Like you know you know like we hung out in the green room one night with your frisky mom. I know that's what I'm like. We're gonna have to get. Governor DeSantis to come and chill with us and put that on tape. No, it's true, because if you can get the guy, because that's the hook. It's like, and this is Trump's superpower, is the fact that, like, people have outgrown carefully curated political sound bites. You know how we live in, like, a direct-to-consumer world now where people just want to click on it and watch it? Like, that's the appeal of Trump, is every word out of his mouth is direct-to-consumer. There's no, There's absolutely no filter. And I'm not saying you have to get as out there as he goes from time to time. But you have to at least look human. And, you know, that's a Biden. That's a Biden advantage. I mean, now he looks too human and he looks frail, but he always had like a folksy charm where he could tell a story. He's just at a place now where he doesn't know where to put them. And he's telling people whose houses burnt down that he almost lost his vet and his cat, you know, which is a little weird. And we even but we even heard that last night. We heard some of the candidates trying to tell personal stories that connected. Like I met a person who was this, and they they just fell flat. And so that. That is it's sort of one of those things that you either have it or you don't. And there are candidates that are trying to portray it. I mean, I think Vivek has done that to Mm -hmm. a certain extent where he's like the guy that's just going to come out and not worry about the media. And he's just going to say anything. But some of us are like, okay, even in our own personal lives, there are people like that that we're like, stop talking just for a minute. (laughs) Let us talk. You know what else we need? 
You know, so they have the bell, the bell that rings people when they go over their time. We actually just need the Oscars orchestra because people don't ne- <laughs> they don't necessarily stop talking at the bell. So what if you just kept the, brought up the orchestra? You know what I'm saying? Louder and louder. Let's now talk about it. I'm telling you, Tudor, uh, if we're not moderating the next debate, it's a crime. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation ceremony. If you're anywhere near a TV this Saturday night, be sure to check out the Fox News Saturday Night Show at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm in the host chair. I'll make you proud, girlfriend. Listen to the show ad free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.